I want to welcome you all to another edition of On The Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark, with a C. We always mention that, of course. And for those keeping score or keeping track, this, my friends, is episode show number 149 in consecutive weeks. Kanahara. There you go. So I always ask you, how is our fabulous panel of sports experts today? How are we doing? Ready to go. Well, how are you, Mark? How are you, Mark? Everyone's doing good? Okay. No ailments to talk about? No. How are you doing, Mark? No fetching. No fetching. Well, I have a story that happened today. It's a no fetching zone. I had a story today. I had to write these things down because I went to Target today. You all shopping Target, I guess, here and there, right? Yep. Yep. We all do. I always go to Target Thursday morning or Friday morning, depending on how I feel. So I brought in my reusable Target bags, which, of course, they're not paper bags by us, but the old good ones. Uh, And I brought my shopping list in. I have a special Target shopping list. Grabbed a cart, and I was off. I'm walking around the store. Five minutes later, I went to grab my eyeglasses, which I clip like on my sweatshirt over here. Like so, and they were not there. Oh, I, I said, "Oh my God, where's my glasses?" Right now, they they weren't the one dollar glasses that you get in the dollar store. These these cost uh, uh, seven hundred dollars plus. Oh wow! Whoa! Uh, they, they were progressive glasses. and transitional, wow. and mm. and by the way, I'm due for new glasses. Uh, this year, every two years, we get new glasses here. So, UFT. I'm a little, I'm a little, little concern, right? So I start to yes. backtrack okay. my walk through the store, exactly with the aisles I went to before I discovered they're missing. The store wasn't so crowded. It was 9 a.m. I go very early, but no luck. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? I decided to go back to the parking lot where my car is, maybe along the way. They, 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 they came off. Maybe they're still there. I don't know. Or in the car. And then I go to uh, zip my jacket up. And now I'm zipping my jacket up because I had it like the jacket was like maybe 90% open, still closed on the bottom. As I go to zip it up, lo and behold, there are my glasses. Like uh, I felt like a kangaroo uh, having the baby in the sack. <laughs> my glasses were. What a relief. Water relief is right, but uh, <laughs> I, I think God. I dodged a bullet. Seven hundred dollars yes. worth. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you know that's like Mark in your car. If you drop, say, your cell phone or something, and just the right spot between your car and the console, and it goes down there, and it's almost mm. impossible to retrieve. I know, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, know it's down there. there. Yeah. But the yeah. feeling, the right. feeling that oh, oh my God, yeah. I lost the good glasses. You know, if that's it was right. a dollar mm-hmm. glasses, I wouldn't give it. No, but uh, I decided to go to good, good happy news. Uh, welcome to March Madness, people. We'll talk about no, we'll comment or question. Uh, before we begin, first of all, I'd like to thank our special guest from last week, Ira Kaufman. Good job. Uh, Ira on sports. Yes. I think you would agree it was a great inter- interview. Uh, learning about all what Ira does and attending all those sporting events and how he actually does it especially working as an active lawyer in South Florida. Uh, plus all those pictures he sent us. I sent you guys a lot of the pictures. I hope yeah. you got them. Yeah. Very and cool. some of them were really, really cool. 
You know, yep. right up there. But that's what he does. That's what the guy does. Uh, I called him right after our show last week. And uh, just to thank him. And he complimented everyone who was on last week for being a wonderful and intelligent panel. That's what those were his words. With excellent, he loved the questions. He loved the questions we gave him. Uh, he was really impressed and loved our format of the show. Uh, he said, if anyone would like to continue the conversation with him, I could always give you his email or his phone number if you'd like to talk uh -huh. to him about anything. He says, let them be my guest. Um, that, that, that show from last week, you know, is on Spotify. If you want to hear yourself talk, it's also on Apple iTunes as well. I put it on Facebook. If you're not my Facebook friend, you're on Facebook. We could be friends, of course, always, but you go to my page, Mark, M-A-R-C-G-O-L-D. Look for me, my beautiful picture. And you can see the, the entire, uh, it's the audio, not, there's no, there's no, like, you don't see the, uh, the zoom pictures. Um, so that's what happened with him. So he called me Tuesday. <laughs> he called me. Ago. I became a new friend of his. He called me Tuesday, like two uh, two days ago. Right. Uh, while my cleaning ladies were here, so I don't mind saying that. But uh, so I'm in the basement, locked up, and they're they're cleaning. Up <laughs> what the hell they're doing? And he called. He he wanted. Uh, I said, "What's up?" He wanted to tell you people that next Monday. At 7 p.m., when he has his Ira on Sports show, he has an interview with uh, Doc Gooden. Dwight Gooden is oh. going to be his oh, guest for nice. the next two weeks. So he says you could get it live if you go to Ira on Sports, and there's a way to click on to actually hear it. He gave me another site, uh, a radio station. Remember, I said six radio stations pick up his feed. He said, one is true oldies FLA, Florida. True old, one word, true oldies FLA is a radio station. And on, on Monday at seven o'clock, you could, you could hear him if you want to. So that, I thought that was really cool. And you know he like did, to did say he would love to come back in the future time to, to talk to you guys. You know what I'd like to ask him, I'd What's like that? to get back to Gooden. Uh, because uh, in his in the, in the uh, show last week, he actually said how much good opened up about uh, you know uh, the drugs and everything. I would like to have asked him to what extent was Keith Hernandez involved with getting the drugs to the best back when he got traded. That would have been interesting because he's opened up about that. I'd right, like to right. know. Yeah, uh, Gerald. Hey, question. I think Ira's programs are also recorded and available. That's true, too. That's true, too. He said this interview with, with Gooden was done already. And it was so long, he's breaking it up into two episodes. So next week and the week after, if you're inter interested. So I passed all that information to you. Next week, we're meeting on Tuesday. Does everyone know that? If you want to come back yes. to us uh -huh. next Tuesday, there's no Thursday show. Uh, I'll get you the link. Well, the link's already out. I believe this is the <laughs> same link as today. Oh, okay. So what I sent you, don't don't uh, erase. If you already erased it, I'll give you another one. But it's on the same link as no. I'm, I'm sorry. Let's erase that. On that email that I sent you, if you scroll, you'll see a Tuesday link for on the mark. It's a different okay. different number, but it's on that email. Okay, right. four o'clock. Be show number one fifty. And if any of you want to play the games with us, I have uh, two 
a, a special, um, what do you call it, assignments? I don't want to call it homework. No. Um, <laughs> we said we'll make it a little special if any of you would like to take part of it to give a short bio of your favorite all-time athlete and keep it, you know, keep, keep it short <laughs> in your talking. Uh, and why was this person uh, your favorite athlete? Or uh, tell us your most exciting sports feat you ever witnessed. Feats, my friend. Maybe you've been to a play a game and uh, you saw something tremendous, like a no hitter or something like that. That would that would stand out in my mind. So I'll email you guys what I just told you again. I'll give you the email. And then, of course, again, another reminder that uh, Rob. Rob, or it could be Bob Nanden, former minor league baseball player, and 10 years in the minors, never made it to the pros. He'll be our guest on Thursday, March 30th. All right. So that, that's what's coming up. Hope you guys uh, join us each week. I love it. And we're up to Gerald, your highlights report. By the way, you're sponsored this week by Hair Blowers. <laughs> <laughs> Something he no, really needs. Hair Blower. Okay. <laughs> Something you really need, Jerry. <laughs> so today I'm reviewing uh, the MLB season 1995. Uh, these are what I believe to be the key facts about the 1995 MLB season for the awards and leaders. I will name the National League player. NF 90, the 90, League 90, player. Jerry, 1995 was the shortened season. Yes. No, 1994. Four was. Well, it was 18 games less. It was 140. Yeah, 18 games less. Right. That's what it was. Sorry to interrupt you. That's right. No problem. Key awards. MVP, Ken Caminiti and Juan Gonzalez. Rookie of the year, Todd Hollingsworth and Derek Jeter. Yes, Derek Jeter. Cy Young, John Smoltz and Pat Henkin. Key leaders, batting average, Tony Gwynn, 368. Edgar, Edgar one-dimensional Martinez, 356. <laughs> Home runs, Dante Bichette and Albert Bell, the great Albert Bell. RBIs, Dante Bichette and uh, sharing the uh, lead in the American League, Albert Bell and Mo. Over Born. the hill for the Mets, Vaughn, <laughs> ERA, Greg Maddox, yes. and Randy Johnson. Mm -hmm. on, on September 8th, the Cleveland Indians cl clinched the American League Central Division after their 123rd game of the season. That was the fastest that any team clinched the title in MLB history. On May 6th, seven National League games resulted in in a combined 118 runs. That tied the record for the most runs scored in a single day in NL history. <laughs> On September 19th, the Rockies became only the second team in history with 430 home run hitters. The great- Who was great the first? I, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. The great, great Mickey Mantle. Ron Say and, and Steve Garvey and Reggie Smith, and I forget the right. fourth player. Dusty, the great, Dusty the Baker. Great, yeah. The, I asked that question during the trivia time. That's a good question. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The great, great Mickey Mantle, the commerce, 
Comet very, very sadly passed away at the age of 63. On September 30th, the great Albert Bell became the first MLB player with 50 doubles and 50 home runs in the same season. On August 30th, Lou Whitaker and Alan Trammell played in a record-setting 1,914th game together with the Detroit Tigers. Became a member of the 3,000 hit club on June 30th. On September 6th, Cal Ripken Jr. of the Orioles plays in its 2,131st consecutive MLB game to surpass Lou Gehrig's 56-year-old record. Mm. On September 28th, Greg Harris becomes the first pitcher since 1893 to pitch with both hands in a game. He faced four hitters, two right-handed and two left-handed. In the 1995 World Series, the Braves defeated the Indians four games to two. Here are some of the composite World Series statistics. The Braves batted 244, and the Indians batted 179. Wow. The Braves' wow. ERA was 2.67, and the Indians 3.57. Tom Glavin pitched well, going 2-0. In fact, the Braves... Had a great starting rotation, including Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, and John Smoltz. In the series, Tom Glavin was 2-0 in 14 innings with a 1.29 ERA. And Greg Maddox is 1-1 with a 2.25 ERA in 16 innings. The Braves became the first team in MLB history to win a World Series in three different cities. Boston, Milwaukee, and Atlanta. Right. The series was remarkable in that five of the six games were won by one run. The World Series MVP was Tom Glavin, not the Met MVP. We know he <laughs> failed us, but uh, the yeah, World yeah, Series the last MVP game of the season, two thousand seven. Jerry, go back to your notes. Jerry, go back to your notes. What was that about Jeter? You said in he came up in ninety six, Jeff. Not 95. 96, he was Rookie of the Year. Correct. Not 95. Not 95. Maybe he came no. up a little bit in 95 in September. He maybe. came up, but he, he didn't qualify as uh, – he didn't rookie get the Rookie of the, of the Year until 96. He played that year. Double check that. Rookie of the Year. Right. Okay. I have, I have something. Yeah, Jerry, yeah. Did, you, uh, did you cover 94 last week? No, we decided not to because we didn't have time. So 94 oh, is gone. All right. Because that, that, that was one of my favorite teams. The <laughs> highlight for me, of course, was the Yankee-Seattle uh, uh, playoff. And uh, oh, yeah. I, every time the Yankees don't win the pennant in the World Series, I blame my cousin. If you recall uh, game, I guess it was game five on Yom Kippur, where Lyrics hit the home run and it was, it was pouring oh, yeah. rain. And the Yankees won that game. I think in the 12th inning or something like that. Very, very spectacular game. Then they go to... Uh, uh, Seattle and they lose. Uh, especially that last game was horrible. Well, they won. That was that was a five game series though. Five. There was a fifth game, right? Yeah, ninety five. Oh, so I guess it was the third game uh, that uh, that Lewis hit that home run. But uh, that was such a yeah, great he, game. And if Yankees they won that three zero, into the World Series, they probably never would have lost uh, Showalter. Well, that was a very monumental. Right. right. Anybody else so, have a comment yeah. for for Jerry before we move on? So who was the ninety five? Rookie of the Year, the American League. 
You know what? I'm gonna, I'll be right back. I got to look it up. Gonna didn't, ask Alexa. Didn't, uh, didn't, didn't Mariano Rivera was a starter that year? Yes. Yes, he was. I believe so, yes. Yeah. Wetland was and, the reliever. And actually, they had his first on game Wetland. on Yankee Classics. He pitched eight innings. It was, it was pretty cool to watch him pitch eight innings. I remember that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Okay. So let's move on. Milton? Okay. Name that tune. By the way, you're sponsored this week by Minestrone. <laughs> you say Minestrone or Minestrone? I say Strone. Whatever you want. I like, it. I like it both. I like it. Anyway, the yeah. year... In 1961, this group had one of the greatest doo-wop songs of all time, which I'm not going to give you the name of it yet, because they started writing another song in 1961 never f- and decided to finish it in 1981, and this group had a hit with it in 1982. So I'm going to play it for you. Oh, wow. 20 years later. And then we'll go back. <laughs> That's Dion on the Belmonts. Oh. <laughs> it had a hit in '61. Five big songs. Who up? Not me on that one. All right, so who was it? Anyone know? Anyone know? No. Oh, you stopped us. Yes. The name of this song was The Morse Code of Love by the Capris. Oh, the Capris. Ah, There's a moon out tonight. In 1961, one of the best songs of all time, There's a Moon Out Tonight. Oh, wow. There you go. And if you guys ever want to hear some other great songs by the Capris, you could write this down. A lot of people never heard of it. Where I Fell in Love. And some people think they had double-sided hit. So I have them on the original uh, record label somewhere here. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to tell you. But the, A Moon Out Tonight was one of the best songs yeah, of all time. Big hit. A real high, real high pitched voice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yesterday I was speaking to Milton about something else. And we did, of course, then uh, we, we ch- changed course and we started talking music. And those two songs you gave me by uh, um, Randy and the Rainbows. Yeah. Uh, Denise, well, Denise. I heard them both. They're really good. But besides they are good. Denise, well, we'll Denise. Do that. You know what? We'll do that on another. I'll do that on another uh, Zoom. Yeah. Be, and we'll play the 1960 hit instead of the 63. Uh, yeah, but everyone knows Denise, Denise, but they did have a yeah. other. That was a well, double-sided I mean, hit. That hits yeah. on both oh. sides of the record. I listened to them. Okay. Thanks, Milton. And You're uh, welcome. Sir. We'll hear you know later about something else. As far as beep beeps, you know, some of our uh, new people on our Zoomcast, when we do the beep beeps, that's like uh, a little um, word that I use to introduce ballplayers, athletes, that ha- their names are a little bit, how do I say this nicely? Um, <laughs> Odd. Odd. Odd's a good one. Odd. Unusual. (laughs) Maybe funny. I mean, I'm not not making fun of the person, but I'm sure during their life they've been made fun of by their (laughs) friends. So I have a few. Um, For instance, there's a Belgium Formula One 
auto racer. His name is Max Verstappen. Anyone ever hear of that? Mm-hmm. Okay, he, that's no. a, I thought Verstappen was unusual, but I guess it's a Belgium name. So poo-poo on me. Matt Crook, K-R-O-K. Anyone know who he is? He's a Yankee. Okay. He's a Yankee lefty specialist who gets lefties out. He was used mostly as a starter, but he's looking, I'm sure down the line, he probably won't start with the team, or maybe he will with all the injuries. But uh, Matt Crook, K-R-R-O-K. There's always room for a lefty, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Yankees also have another pitcher who I thought another name, Tyler Danish. Have you seen him <laughs> in spring training? D-A-N-I-S-H. He's a Yankee pitcher, a non-roster invitee. So I thought his name was slightly Danish. I never if, heard he throws, if he throws hard fastballs, I'll call him cheese Danish, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> then there's one more. The Mets have a pitcher. His name is Nathan Lavender. Like the color, Lavender. He's a minor league pitcher. I'm, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised during the uh, year. We might see him. Matt Lavender. Nathan mm. Lavender. I don't know his name. Nathan Lavender. Okay. That's what I have in Beep Beeps this week. And now as far as March 9th. This day in I have a funny name. But don't tell me. Text me. Text me later. Okay? Can you hear me? Yep. <laughs> yes, yeah. Text me later. Okay. So, <laughs> on... March 8th, I had to bring March 8th up, which is like in sports yesterday. Did you know yesterday was the 69th anniversary of the only doubleheader in NBA history? Oh, NBA. Did you know there was a doubleheader? I mean, the the same teams played each other. Not like this, the Knicks and the Celtics and the Lakers and the Bucks play. No, the same two teams play a doubleheader. Never heard uh, of that. 69 years ago, the Milwaukee Hawks mm. beat the Baltimore Bullets in a doubleheader. First game, 64-54. Second game, 65-54. So both games were pretty similar, but they played a doubleheader. Why? So pre- I don't know. Game? Is that the pre- – the, uh, I guess Milwaukee, Milwaukee Hawks preceded the St. Louis Hawks? I think so. Okay. I believe, I believe. And the Atlanta Hawks, yeah. Okay, now to the March 9th. They used to have regular doubleheaders, right? They had Mm -hmm. uh, four teams. Right, four teams, but now everything is money, and why am I going to lose a home game if I can, why go to Madison Square Garden and I have a home game by by me? So, March 9th, today. Of course, my wife was born today. Thank you for the happy birthday. (laughs) But in sports... In 1897, the Cleveland Spiders basketball team. I'm sorry, baseball team. Cleveland Spiders baseball team during the the, the season were yelling, Indians, Indians, Indians. And in 1950, they changed their name from the Spiders to the Indians. (laughs) In 1897, the Cleveland Spiders signed a guy named Lewis Louis Sock Alex Alex Sock Alexis S O C K A L E X I X. He's a full. He was a full-blooded 
again, I'm going to screw this up. The type of uh, um, indi indigenous person uh, group, the Penobscots, P-E-N-O-B-S-C-O-T. I don't know what the hell it was. I look it up. It was a uh, an Indian tribe, but the Cleveland oh. Spiders signed this this Lewis S. <laughs> Sorry, I think I think it's an Indian tribe from the state of Maine. Okay, but the Cleveland Spiders in full blood. In nineteen oh four, there was a, a hockey team, National Football uh, NHL, uh, the Brandon Wheat Cities. When I read this, I can't believe I'm reading this. Lester Patrick. Everyone knows the Patrick family in hockey, right? Mm -hmm. right. He, in 1904, he became the first defenseman to score a goal. <laughs> I guess in those days, the defense just like you know, helped the goalie out and then passed the ball to a, passed the puck to a forward. <laughs> but uh, being an offensive defenseman, the first one, 1904. In 1936, Babe Bobby Ruth. Can rest easy. Babe Ruth turns down a job with the Reds to be a player again. Well, he, I guess he was retired already at this time. He turned them down. So that's 1936. 1946, Ted Williams. Gerald, your buddy, Ted Williams, is offered $500,000 to play in the Mexican Baseball League. Mm. He turns them down. Look at that. 1958, getting up to more recent days. <laughs> the more recent days, you know, the days no, we were born or, or around we were around. Uh, the Detroit Pistons, forward, George Yardley III. He scores 26 <laughs> points, okay, but becomes the first NBA player to score 2,000 points in the same season. How about that? In 1961, good old Will Chamberlain of the Philadelphia Warriors. He scores 67 points. In a win over the Knicks, I guess that might have been a warm-up when he scored his 100 points in 1963, I believe it was, right? 62. 62, okay. In 1979, here's a good one for you, Fred. Yeah. A Major League Baseball Commissioner, Bowie Kuhn, orders baseball to give equal access to female reporters. Good. I guess at that time they weren't allowed in, and uh, the the way it should be. For the women. <laughs> oh, All right. 1984. Boxer Tim Witherspoon beats Greg Page. Remember those guys? Tim Witherspoon, yeah. heavyweight, beats Greg Page, heavyweight, and in 12 rounds for the title. And here's a name I remember slightly, but I just can't pin down. Roger Kingdom. Anyone know what that name? Who is? The sprinter, right? Hurdler. He was a hurdler. In 1989, he, he broke a record, uh, 60 meters, 7.36. I'm sure the record is a lot faster today, but I thought his name would be unusual. In 1995, Major League Baseball awards Tampa Bay Devil Rays a franchise. Devil so Rays. The Devil Rays. Very annoying Rays, yeah, Before they became the Rays, yeah. The Rays, yeah. Okay. Sports Stories by Larry, sponsored this week by the Potomac River. The entire Potomac River sponsored <laughs> you. What do you have for us today, Larry? My story this week is entitled The NBA China Connection. Mm, that's interesting. My story on the NBA China Connection has two parts. First, the earlier <clears throat> positive side of the relationship, 
And second, the more recent souring of that relationship. Yeah. First, the earlier positive side. Hey. Yao Ming was a trailblazer for merging the United States and China in the NBA world. Yao played with the Houston Rockets between 2003 and 2011. Although plagued with foot and angle problems for much of his career, Ming still managed to average 19 points and nine rebounds per game. And he was inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame in 2017. On November 9, 2007, Yao played against fellow Chinese and NBA player Yi Ching Lan for the first time. Their oh. use in Milwaukee game was broadcast on 19 networks in oh. China and was matched, was watched by 200 million people in China alone, making it one of the most watched NBA games in history. Reacting to Yao's 2011 retirement from the NBA, Commissioner David Stern said Yao was a, quote, bridge between the uh, Chinese and American fans. And according to Forbes, the NBA-China connection is worth more than $4 billion. Now for the more recent negative side. Daryl Morey, then the general manager of the Houston team, tweeted, quote, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong, close quote. Tillman Fratita, the owner of the Rockets, as well as the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, implicitly rebuked Moray's support for the pro-democracy movement in Hong Kong. To add insult to injury, the Chinese government then banned broadcasting of NBA games for 18 months until March 20, 2022, resulting in the NBA losing hundreds of millions of dollars. Even worse, there is a firestorm about forced labor camps in China's Xinjiang province. Yet NBA players have continued to partner with companies that promote products made there. The US Congress has, has been concerned about the NBA and its connections to China. In February 2021, Senator Jeff Merkley co-chair of the Congressional Executive Commission on China, told ESPN, the NBA player sponsorship deals with products made in China's Xinjiang province need to end. And the House's 2023 China Communist Party Committee has signaled that they are interested in NBA Commissioner Adam Silver to testify about rebuking Daryl Morley for supporting Hong Kong democracy and about NBA player partnerships with companies that promote products made in China's forced labor camps in Xinjiang province. That completes my story for this week. Would like to uh, comment on Larry's report. Anybody? Uh, I will. Okay, yeah, yeah well, I think LeBron got involved in that too, did he not? I think he spoke out publicly and said that uh, Morley, is that his name? Yes. that he had no business commenting on what's going on in China. Keep quiet about it. Yeah, but LeBron has no 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 trouble about the uh, labor factors in China and about that, though. Right. 
Look, they all went over there for, to promote uh, sneaker deals, as you know. And I think that's pretty much a stop right now. That, that may be the only, uh, the only outcome of this. What's going to happen when we go to war with China? If we do, hopefully that won't happen. We'll all be dead. Know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> never know. Never know. I don't know. We'll all be dead. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but on the mark, we'll continue. <laughs> if we go to war with them, we may be, yeah. Uh... Anybody else want to comment on uh, Larry's report? Anybody? All right. Thanks, Larry. We appreciate your stories each week. And we look forward to next week's story. Okay. Let's move on to uh, Michael's uh, Yankees and Jets rant. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. By the way, you're sponsored by any coin you find in the street. All right. <laughs> very, what about bills? Nice. Why not? Why, why not? Why coins? Yeah. About three coins on the fountain. Yeah, right. And a bill, not just a coin. Yeah, right. 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 And that was a great song, Three Coins in the Fountain. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> Who's in that movie? Uh, here we go. Deborah Carr. Deborah Carr. Uh -huh. uh, uh, William Holden. William Holden. And uh, what was that? what's that line with the, cap with the, the fountain bless? Who will the fountain bless? Right? Remember that? Okay. Mm. All right, may I go? Let me go. Uh, it's very, very... Uh, what do you got? This is very, very... Uh, Difficult time for a diehard Jets fan like me because uh, I don't like Rodgers. I don't like the way they're kowtowing down to him. And uh, they, they schlepped to L.A. to uh, go on their hands and knees and beg him to come to the team. And Joe Namath, one of my idols of all time, is going to – could you imagine Joe Namath is going to give him number 12 to play and no more number 12 uh, uh, playing for the, you know, the memory of Joe Namath? It's just insane. And what I was kind of hoping that what would they would do, but it's not that likely, is they could draft some decent players. They just drafted a very good free safety, and Vectum uh, is getting better, and they're going to get another uh, offensive lineman. They'll be able to protect their quarterback a lot better. And my, my desire is for Mike White to start and to uh, hopefully get some coaching for uh, Zach Wilson along the way. Because what's going to happen, I really kind of think that the, the Jets, when, once they get, they're going to get them there. They're going to get uh, uh, Rodgers. They're going to be a very, very good team. They'll be as good as all of the teams. They're going to have all the horses. They're going to have a lot of studs. And they're going to really compete for the Super Bowl. But it's not going to feel the same. You know what it's like with, as a Yankee fan, when the Yankees got Roger Clemens. Who the hell liked Roger Clemens? And you had to sort of like half-heartedly root for him. So I hope that I will get adjusted to Rodgers. But uh, I don't know. It's good. It's it's not going to be that wonderful for me as a Jets fan. And I think other Jets fans will feel that way also. But the Jets are going to be darn good next year. They have a lot of studs. I think their running back, if he's healthy, will be the, one of the best running backs in the entire sport. In uh, uh, what's his name, Breeze Hall, the uh, the uh, the defensive back, Sauce Gardner is he, he might be as as good as uh, uh, as uh, Grievous. So they have a damn good team, and they're going to go far next year with Rodgers. So uh, that's how it's going to be. Now, with the baseball, uh, last week I was just going to do one minute because uh, of all the other uh, guest stuff. So with uh, Milton, I'd like to apologize because I'm going to sing a song. 
and this is because baseball is starting soon. And the oh, song right. goes like this. There's a game today. They're set to play. And when you hear the umpire say, play ball, you know it's time for baseball and Valentine. Baseball and Valentine. <laughs> Valentine and baseball. What a treat. Baseball and Valentine. Baseball and Valentine. Valentine and baseball can't be beat. So when you're at the game, think of that three ring name. Nothing else can quite compare to baseball and Valentine. Baseball and Valentine. What a combination. All across, across the, the nation. nation. Baseball and Valentine. I'm not going to do it, but I happen to know the Giants song when they were uh, in their heyday. In Anybody know that song? What was the Giants beer commercial song? Anybody remember? Satisfy your beer tastes better. Satisfy your beer tastes better. Satisfy your beer tastes better. Finish it off. Knickerbocker beer. Have a nick, you'll feel refreshed. And a Knickerbocker beer. And what about the Brooklyn Dodgers? That's easy. That's Joe Rangel. I can sing it to you in, in Schaefer. Spanish. Schaefer. Cerveza, yeah. Schaefer, Resla, Mahara, and Condo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway. Schaefer, Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having one and one. Michael, you a beer drinker? Uh, yeah, I, I drink a beer called Fat Tire. That's what I like a lot. That's uh, the Belgian Brewing <laughs> Company in, <laughs> in Colorado. Beer and get all those drunks. Right. But a real quick You uh, cut the or, record. You could right. have it on a cut that record. You sing yeah, it on. Hey, yeah. right, all the beers here. I just want to say Rodon is hurt. He's going to miss the beginning of the season. Uh, and, you beat me. Right. And of course, uh, Montas admits that he was uh, always hurt and he <laughs> kept it a secret. And the that last thing good. I want, right. And I just last thing I want to say, there was an interesting article about all of the Yankees from just a couple of years ago who just did not quite make it, like Voight. Uh, yeah. he, he's, he's struggling to come to get onto a team. Andujar has been dropped. Uh, Frazier's been dropped. Uh, Didi can't make, on, make it onto a team. Uh, they also mentioned uh, Glaber might be uh, traded. So it's, it's amazing how the Yankees were their, their young uh, superstars back three years ago and where they are right now. And let's just hope it doesn't uh, continue. Let's hope they win the World Series. At least I do. That's all my, my reports. I heard, yeah, I they, I heard Frazier's doing good this year for some team. No, he's not. Oh. He, 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 I think he already was sent down to the minors, or that's where he's going. The, the Rangers picked him up? Yeah. I think the Rangers. and they just the Rangers picked him up. There was an article in the Post, right? I think Frazier's gone also. All right. Um, but meanwhile, about Rogers. They get Rogers, right? Remember yeah. last year, the, the, when when the uh, the Packers started their season, and the, and of course uh, Rogers lost his favorite target. Uh, right, and he had to throw to all these new guys, and they they weren't responding to him the way he would like. That's mm -hmm. Had a little attitude well. to that, and it took mm -hmm. him a while before the team finally like caught on. Right, I see that happening with uh, the Jets. Well, supposedly he hurt his thumb in London, and that was the beginning of his decline. And then they played the Jets, and the Jets even beat him. Jets so, and uh, Giants both beat him. Well, right. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Anybody want to comment on yeah. Michael's yeah. report? Yeah, Fred. Yeah, there's about yeah. three more uh, entries for the Yankees. Uh, uh, 
Beta has an oblique issue. He's the new center fielder from last season. And uh, Lou Trevino, who's a relief pitcher for them, has a, yeah. an elbow ligament sprain, which is not good. And Tommy Canley is on the crapper. So. Right. right. Here we go. Injuries. That's the name of the story. Yeah. Name, yeah. Of the, name of the game. Brandon. Yeah, Michael, they got yeah, that young say, crowd. The, 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 about Beta, the Yankees are sending him for imaging. They expect to know more about him tomorrow. Oh, I found boy. out my son got that. So, so, so they're, they're being beset by injuries now. You know, you know it reminds me a couple of years ago when with these injuries, when out, I think it was Aaron Hicks, you know, day to day, and then we'll see, we'll see you in six months. Yeah, he's like that every season, though. Well, they, they've, been, they've been putting uh, the last couple of days, they've been putting um, what's a judge in left field. Yeah. So I, now, yeah. if uh, Bader is going to miss some time, they're going to yeah. probably uh, judge. Well, you know, you, know, you know who they played in center field yesterday for a couple of innings? Yeah, Cabrera. Cabrera. I, heard he, I heard he made a great catch. I didn't see Yeah, it. they're going to probably oh, gonna play all, all, nine, all nine positions. Milton. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they got the Yankees got that pitcher from Bateshore also, Long Island, Greg Weissart. Weissart. He seems Fordham, to be doing yeah. very well in spring training. Yeah. And he, he was pretty good last year. Yeah, he's a, he's a local guy from Fordham. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. yeah. All Island. right, let's move That's forward. Uh, Howie, we have not heard to your West Coast report in weeks. What's happening in the West Coast? Howie, West Coast report sponsored by... Lake, lakes. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, another Kenneth Toby movie. Kenneth Toby was in the movie. If you remember the Robert Redford movie, The Candidate, he played like a uh, Democrat candidate for California. Yes. Kenneth Toby played like a uh, an old time po politician that he had to count down to. Um. Uh, and I don't know if anyone caught the game last night. I caught some of the innings. Uh, the Giants beat the American League All-Stars, USA team. Uh, I think it was 5-1. That was a pretty good lineup they were going against. I mean, it was really good. Really good game, actually, for an exhibition game. Uh, the other news is, I don't know if it's happening right now, but Brock Purdy is going on to the Knights today. Uh Oh. Finally, for his oh. elbow surgery to repair his UCL. Who is this? Oh, Purdy. Oh, Purdy. And uh, it's, it's, been, it's they've been. This has been delayed for a month because of ongoing inflammation. Although they, they say that the decision to delay the surgery, he'll still be back within the timeline. I don't know how that works. I. I read into it. I don't know why, but they say he should be fully recovered in six months and before the start of the 2023 season. But if you count six months from now, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, you're already in the first few weeks of the NFL season. So Trey Lance, get ready. On that note, the Niners have been reaching out on three uh potential veteran quarterbacks uh, for a backup, uh, one of whom one of whom uh, oh, I lost it. One of them is the guy that used to play for Atlanta for many years. Right, right. Ryan, yeah. uh, Andy Ryan. Dalton, and Matt Ryan. 
Matt Ryan, Andy Dalton, and Mariota, right? No, there's somebody else besides Mariota. He he may be included in the group. So they're looking to right the wrong that they were left with in the championship game and have at least during training camp a veteran presence that they can fall back on in case the, the injury house of cards falls apart. Finally, this is this should be interesting to all you Yankee fans out there. There's this 98-year-old Sonoma County man. He's a North Bay native. He's actually from Mill Valley. His name is Art Shalik, S-C-H-A-L-L-O-C-K. He's the oldest surviving major league ball player. 98 years old. He'll be 99 next month. Wow. World War Three, World War Two, and then won three World Series rings with the Yankees. He uh, he didn't come up. He hoped to play for the Seals, San Francisco Seals, in the PCL League, uh, but they wouldn't. Lefty O'Doul, the Seals manager, wouldn't sign him because he was only five foot nine, one hundred and sixty pounds. Believe he was too slight to succeed. He finally was signed by the Yankees in in 1951. He was already like around 26 years old or so. To clear a spot for him on the roster, the Yankees demoted a struggling rookie to the minors. Anyone want to guess what struggling rookie they sent? Mickey to the Charles Mantle. That's right. Exactly. Wow. Mickey Mantle. And... Uh, he said, uh, "He oh, he's been married for 76 years. Mickey, of course, got his groove back, rejoined the Yankees a few months later. In his five seasons with the with the pinstripes, Shalik earned three World Series rings, 51, 52, 53, and uh, pitched, you know, mostly in relief on occasion, even got into a World Series game and started a few games. But that's the oldest player in the majors, Art Shalek, a Yankee. Never heard of him. I have his baseball card. I'll whip it out and I'll show mm. you. I have his baseball card. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Harry, what about the um, the A's? I heard that they went and played in Las Vegas last weekend, a split squad. Played two days, two games mm. in Las Vegas. Maybe they'll. Did you hear so. about that? No, I try not to follow the A's because, as far as I'm concerned, they are. <laughs> two games in Las Vegas last weekend. They played in the minor league stadium, the Las Vegas Ballpark, for their AAA team, the Aviators. I think they're called. Yeah. So, closer um, to Las Vegas. Oh, thank God. A couple of notes on the West Coast. Yeah. On, on the Niners. Yeah. Uh, there was a report this past week that Phil Rivers, who was retired, contacted San Francisco about coming back after the injuries that had occurred to their quarterbacks. And they turned, apparently they turned them down. This was oh, something I commented on a couple of weeks ago, that this was something they should have done. And the other one is that, you know, the Niners traded a boatload of draft choices to pick up uh, Trey Lance. So they don't have a first, they don't have a second this year. However, they have 10 draft choices in the seven rounds. And the reason they have so many, that, that includes, I think, two third rounds. The reason they have so many is that they have, one way or another, been training minority 
personnel, particularly in the front office. I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Better jobs in other with other teams, and that has given them several comp picks, and that's why they have that. Yep. Yeah, I mentioned that a few weeks ago. I was surprised. I didn't know. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It, it can't hurt to, ha- to hire one of these uh, backup quarterbacks. I wish I. I don't have the link to the article that I had, but I know Dalton and uh, and whatever his name Ryan. is. Reach red. Reach They all make the rounds. <laughs> Ryan seems to be the obvious because uh, uh, Carson coached him when uh, Atlanta went to the Super Bowl, blew that lead to the uh, Patriots. Okay. So there's let a link there. Let them do it already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fred, we're up to you. You have any uh, Knicks, Nets, St. John's? Uh, uh, college basketball, in particular, is a great week. The big story in college basketball, besides the games this week, is. Jim Beheim, after 47 years, is stepping down as Syracuse coach. There seems to be some uh, controversy whether it was a forced decision or, or, or did he actually do it voluntarily. But nevertheless, Adrian Autry will be the new coach who played for Syracuse in 1993. And then in the, in the college basketball tournament, St. John's took Marquette to overtime today, but Lost by two points. They had a ten point lead at, oh, at halftime. They lost seventy two to seventy. So they're they're out unless they're out of the end. They're obviously not going to the NCAA tournament. They they might go to either the NIT or the CBI or one of those lesser tournaments. But we'll but we'll see. And last night there was a big upset in the Big East with the Paul beating Seton Hall in a very exciting game. Seton Hall had a four point lead with seventeen seconds to go and managed to blow it. Paul took the lead. Uh, they they hit a shot to cut the lead to two. Stole the ball, then hit a three point shot. But there was like seven or eight seconds left in the game. Seton Hall had the ball. They drove straight down the court, and and they missed they missed the shot. A a, a, a layup, a, a buzzer beater. But the the original call was goaltending. Then they reviewed it and they reversed it. And DePaul came away with a one point win. And then UConn is now was beating Providence big, but Providence is coming back. It's a five-point game with three and a half minutes to go in the in the game. So a lot of people think Connecticut's going to win the whole tournament, but first they have to win this game. They'll, they'll play Marquette tomorrow night, and and there's a lot of this is a great two weeks of basketball, all the conference tournaments, and next week the NCAA's. And the, so far, there's one local team making it to NCAA from Joe's home state of New Jersey. Barely Dickinson is in. And, they, and, and we're very strange, very strange rule with Bailey Dickinson. But very, very strange name. Bailey Dickinson was in the semifinals of the Northeast Conference. The other semifinal was won by Merrimack. But Merrimack is, was ineligible because they moved up from Division Three, and you have to be at certain years is division one before you can play in the NCAA tournament. So, so Fairleigh Dickinson got that by default, but they, but Merrimack played Fairleigh Dickinson the other night anyway for the Northeast conference championship, even though they couldn't go to the NCAA tournament. And I think who won that game? And Merrimack won. And Merrimack didn't beat them, but Fairleigh yeah. Dickinson is going in. They'll probably play Tuesday or Wednesday in the, in the, in the play-in game. Maybe. Yeah. Most likely. 
And right. um, so yeah, no respect. No another local team, Hofstra, got knocked out in the semifinals of the Colonial uh, mm-hmm. Athletic, even though they, they did win their regular season tournament. And they'll, they'll go to the NIT because of the NIT takes a regular season champion of every conference if they don't go to the NCAAs. And the pros, the Knicks lost to Charlotte. They had yeah. them let down. It was bound to happen. But but I'll tell you, it was some games last Friday and Sunday. If anybody watched those those two yep. games, it was unbelievable. Great games. Celtics and, and Miami. And, and now tonight, the Knicks are embarking on a four-game Western swing. They play Sacramento, who is a, a big surprise out West. I think is the third seed out West. And and. And that uh, start tonight. Then the Knicks play Saturday and Sunday in LA. Clippers and Lakers back to back, and they finish that with Port- up with Portland. So they can let's see, maybe three out of four wins would be great. And, um, and then there's closing in that two games behind Cleveland, fourth fourth place in in the uh, in their division. The Nets have won three in a row, playing Milwaukee tonight. But mm. but like the NBA, it, you know, it's one of these things. If if you bought a ticket tonight's game. From and is the one game you could go to. You won't see Giannis playing tonight. You won't see Spencer Dinwiddie. You won't see a couple other guys on the Nets. Claxton Johnson. A lot of guys are sitting out tonight's game. But and and like I said before, that's what you worry about the Knicks. They they come to play. They don't sit out games unless they're legitimately injured, like Brunson is now. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's going to play tonight or not. And then the other local team in basketball, which hopefully who win is Fordham, who finished Fordham. third in the Atlantic 10. Mm-hmm. They won 25 games in the regular season. They're, they're playing LaSalle tonight at 7.30 or 8 o'clock. And they can win their tournament. They'll get, they'll get into the NCAAs, and hopefully they will. And that would be nice. team. Did you hear the, the honest story last week, last weekend? When he, oh, He was going for another triple-double. Oh, yeah, right. And he was a yeah. rebound short. Yeah, and the NBA uh, took it away from. Yeah, he, he was a yeah, rebound short. Bucks yeah. were winning with a couple of yeah. seconds left in the game, so it was yeah. understood they're going to win. So he got a defensive rebound, and then dribbled right. all the way up court, and he purposely missed. Yeah, and then got his own rebound and put it in. <laughs> yeah, I saw so that. he can get a triple double, but yeah. on paper it was triple double, yeah. but the NBA yeah. took it away. Took it away, really. Took it away. Took it away because he missed on purpose. It was so obvious. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, the Beheim story. An article in yesterday's post. Michael, I'm sorry. This Michael Michael from Final I'm sorry. Right. It was it was referencing this player, Victor Wembanyama, right? Yeah, from France. He's going to be the number one player in the draft. You say something about him. What's he like? He's 19 years old. Supposedly the greatest thing. In France, since uh, I can make a joke and say the greatest thing in France is Frederick Weiss. Right, I was going to say that. <laughs> but he's he's really supposed to be a very good player. He's got he's got he's, he's got a seven feet, can hit the outside shots, got an inside game. Supposed to be the supposed to be the next uh, great thing. We'll see. I've never seen him play. You know, I haven't There's seen also a very interesting article if you want to pick up in, in this month's edition of Sports Illustrated. Has an article about him as well. Yeah. Who, who's the, who has the worst record now? Well, there'll be a lot of right now. I think Detroit does. Detroit have the worst record. Detroit. Detroit no. is fighting with the worst record, and 
but 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 they have the lottery, so it's that's yeah, yeah. it's not automatic that the worst record has right, the uh, right, right. But they get more balls. Yeah, right. More uh, chance. I think Detroit oh, does. Other Mike, I'm sorry. We, we got to figure this out. How to call Mike's. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Other Mike, Mike, and Mike, uh, Mike, well, Mike C would be all right. On the uh, Beheim story, uh, John Feinstein writes uh, frequently on basketball, and yeah, in today's column, he bemoaned the treatment of Beheim by Syracuse University. Yeah. that Beheim should have been able to more or less play his own tune there with That's regard right. to retirement. And Beheim's own statements indicated that he said something to the effect that it's up to the school what what they yeah. want to do. And then they immediately right. announced, you know, you're out. <laughs> and this guy, Andre's <laughs> in. So uh, that's what happened. You know, a lot of people thought that he was going to retire after last year. because He was coaching his both two, both of his sons and they graduated last year. So a lot of people thought that would be the time to uh, that he would pick that time to uh, to have a smooth exit. Okay. Couple, uh, Gerald, yeah. Just wanted to digress and go back to uh, what I mentioned before. Derek Jeter was the rookie of the year in 1996. Yes. And in the chat, of course, uh, Marty Cadover was the American League MVP in 1995. So I stand corrected. Sorry about that. Good. No one's perfect. <laughs> All right, let's go on to, uh, to a little more baseball. 21 days to opening day, uh, March 30th, of course, uh, with spring training continuing. Uh, the kids get to play a little bit with the World Baseball Classic starting. And that's going to last a couple of weeks, at least uh, for many teams. Uh, it started that Tuesday, right? Some of the games started Tuesday. Um, the Mets played Venezuela today. What was the <laughs> final? The Mets lost? Anyone catch the final on that one? They were losing 5 nothing. They lost 6-4, Mark. They came back a little bit. They okay. came back, yeah. Okay. And I think USA is playing the Angels now, right now, on um, Major League Baseball uh, Network. Yeah, you know, Mike Crowd against his own team. Yeah. yeah. There was um, a story. Let me see if I have it here. Yeah. Today. At 5 a.m., if, you, if you're if you up, well, it happened already. If you were up, China was playing Japan at 5 a.m. this morning. And later today at 10 p.m., China is playing the Czech Republic. So you would think it'd be a double header, but of course, because it's over there, and that, you know, I mean, the, the time difference, it's two separate days. But oh. if you look in the, oh, wow, they have a double header. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually two days in a row. I thought that was interesting right. that that happened. Yeah, and and uh, Team Israel. Just so you want to get to this Team Israel thing, uh, look for a Jacob Steinmetz, who's in the uh, the Diamondbacks organization. <laughs> He's the first Jewish Orthodox baseball player ever drafted by the major leagues. Wow. He's pitching for Israel. <laughs> then there's another fellow who's been around. For a few years, even though I think he's only 28 years old, Alex Katz. Now, Sorry. how many have actually heard of Alex Katz? Just give me a little hand there if you heard of him. <coughs> heard of him. Only no. a couple people. Well, Alex Katz, <laughs> and I'm going to have Milton talk in a second. Uh, Alex somewhere. Benjamin Katz, he lives in New High Park. <laughs> now, our temple that some of the members on the screen here belong to, mm -hmm. Temple Tikva, and he lives like two minutes 
from Temple Tikva. He was a member. His family was a member there. I didn't. I didn't know him, but some of our uh, uh, people who've been on the show uh, uh, knew his family, know of him. Matter of fact, Marty. <clears throat> Marty went to his bar mitzvah. Oh, really? Alice got the bar mitzvah, and Milton. Milton has a story. Milton was a dentist. So, Milton, what's your story about Alex Katz? All right. Milton also lives like two blocks from him. All right. The story is the family came to me as patients for many, many years. I took care of Alex Katz as a kid. I took care really till I sold the practice. And I think he still goes to the guy I sold it to. But anyway, um, I have a couple of funny stories. Once I know that he when he pitched for St. John's, he let the, he led them to the 2015 conference tournament champions. He pitched for them. <laughs> and then, you know, I know another story. He once told me he was working out at St. John's with Reyes, Jose Reyes from the Mets. I don't know if Reyes was injured and he was trying to come back, but they worked together. And um, a funny story he did tell me when he uh, pitched against Gr- Gregorius. He, he struck him out. Uh, Gregorius was left, uh, left-hander. Katz is a left-hander. He threw him some type of slider uh, down and away, and Gregorius missed the ball completely. And um, I know he was drafted, Alex Katz was drafted, I think, in the 27th round by the Chicago White Sox. I have the picture somewhere in the house here. Um, There's a picture of him. If you if you Google it, you'll see wearing the White Sox uniform. But I remember once one day also uh, in spring training, his name was in the lineup. Uh, they were playing the Dodgers. Um, and his mother was so thrilled to see his name on a major league you know, lineup card in spring, in spring training. But one of the other funny things was he kept telling me, you know, what a good pitcher he was. And I used to tell him I was a great stickball hitter. Mm-hmm. And um, the side of my office was made out of brick. Mm-hmm. And I told him, mm-hmm. uh, if I, I had, if I bring my stickball, uh, would you, would you pitch to me with a tennis ball? You know, I don't want to get hit with a baseball and hurt my hands. I needed it to, <laughs> for a livelihood, yeah. but I figure a tennis ball, he says, no, I don't want to, I wouldn't risk my arm like that. You know, uh, I was just <laughs> seeing if I could hit him, but, um, you know, I wish him well. I think he played for the Long Island Ducks last year. And, oh, yes, uh, 2019. You know, I, I'm hoping he makes it. I think the latest I heard was with Baltimore had signed him. Um, mm. And Mark told me now he's doing something else, making more he money. He's making he... more money. I don't know if you guys heard about this, making custom baseball cleats for professionals. <laughs> if you look up his, his uh, if, you, if you Google him, he, he has a very lucrative side business making these customized baseball cleats so the so the players come to him with a design and him and his crew put that on their baseball cleats aaron judge robinson cano jose altuve brian buxton robbie ray and a few hundred major and minor league leaguers are clients of his and he gets a few a nice buck (laughs) 
Perkleeks. You know, so, if I ever bump into him, he li they live around the corner from me. If I ever, you know, see him again or his parents, I would just mention if he would ever want to be on, on the Zoom because he was by mitzvah at our temple. <laughs> and he might. You know, but you know might. what? Uh, Marty, who, who knows the family well, and Marty's not on today. He had to go, he had to, go to a dentist today, he was telling me. Hmm. And uh, he, he approached the family might have been over a year ago. And Alex is a very shy guy, very quiet and shy. He did an interview with, um, who's the uh, reporter on Channel 7 sports guy? Ryan. What's Ryan's last name? First name? A guy Channel or 7 sports reporter. Sam Ryan? No, Not Sam the is the lady. Samantha Ryan. The man. The man. The man. The man. Sam Ryan? No. no. Okay, but he, he did an interview with him uh, a few weeks ago. They did a whole special with Alex on, on TV. And uh, he's a shy guy, quite soft-spoken. We'd love to have him on the show. We wouldn't, we wouldn't scare him away, but wouldn't that be great having him? So check it out. If Israel's on, he'll come in relief. Alex Katz. That's a nice Jewish name for you, right? Mm. <laughs> uh, so, well, yeah, okay, I'm well, sorry, Howie. Go ahead, Howie. I don't know if this is new. I'm just going to report that Carlos Rodon uh, is going to begin the season on the disabled list. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. You guys know that? Yeah. No. No. What happened? No. He, right. Uh, Torn ligament. No, no, no. A mild left elbow sprain. Begin the season right. on the injured list. Uh, I'm not here to pitch it. I'm not here to pitch until the All-Star break a into October. He underwent an MRI yesterday after the experience discomfort. And Cashman says he's glad he said something. And uh, that's about it. it this hmm. just came out five minutes ago, ten minutes ago. Oh. He says he's not pitching until the All-Star break at least? No, he says I'm not here not to not pitch until the All-Star game. Like, I'll be right. back before. But be uh, this just then. came out. So they, won't gotta, they won't rush him back. They won't rush him back. Right. You want to know, you yeah. know what, my opinion on, on that? I really think German and uh, Schmidt could uh, replace those both of them in the uh, rotation, and they'll both be very good. You know, I'm not crying. I'm not sold on Schmidt. Schmidt has a new well. pitch. <laughs> Uh, maybe a new pitch. Well, he's got a strained, a strained forearm, which is usually uh, a precursor to having uh, Tommy John. There you go. <laughs> right. yeah. Has he ever had Tommy John before? Anyone know? I don't know. It's no. his, his turn. He's not is Tommy John. His turn. All right, Gerald. I haven't followed spring training too much this year. How is the Grom doing? He's not on the IL, I assume, right? Haven't heard much about he him. He pitched him that's real bad as last weekend, so I don't know how he did. There was something last night. I caught something. I was half listening, and it was about the Grom, and it was something about he's changed his pitching motion and it's supposed to be better or healthier for him. That's all I heard. Mm. <laughs> Still throw out a hundred two miles per hour, right? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. Other other baseball news that. Uh, if you know or don't know, they were hoping that Man Manny Machado, he backed out of his contract. He, he signed a, uh, a big contract for $300 mm -hmm. million, And he said that's 
and he says everyone's getting more money now. So he backed out of the contract, and he's going to opt out. He had, a, he had an opt out clause. Yeah, he, he never signed, Mark. But he did. Well, he did. Eventually, they they offered him. What they offered him? Uh, they offered him an extension. Three fifty. Three fifty for eleven more years on top of what he did. So see, he, he already he had three hundred million deal, uh, and he did four years of that. I think that was a. It was a ten year. I think it was a ten year deal, and after four years, he said, "I'm I'm backing out. I'm opting." Yeah, it's an opt out clause, right? right? So everyone says, yeah. uh, "Uncle Stevie's going to sign them, right?" But the, the Padres, they're spending money like anything. Uh, they gave him three fifty for eleven more years. So, and there's no opt out clause on this contract. No, and, and full no trade clause. So Manny Machado will be a Padre all his rest of his life. And now they're approaching Juan Soto, Josh Hader to extend all these guys. The Padres are going in. Wow. They're all in. On yeah. paper, they're a better team than the Dodgers. Weren't uh, there, there rumors that Soto was going to be traded, was going to be moved? They want no. to extend it. They're going to extend this contract. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but they, where they get all this money from? <laughs> Question. Uh, other other deals, minor league deals. Trevor Rosenthal—it's a nice name, right? Signed a minor league deal. Tigers. <laughs> uh, Will Smith, lefty uh, veteran reliever, Texas signs him. Brad Hand—that's a great name for a pitcher. The, the Mets had him, or the Mets had him for yeah, a little so, bit for one so year. Uh, he yeah. signed a one-year deal with the Rockies. Mike Mustakas signs a minor league deal with the Rockies. Uh, injuries. How about the injury? Let's see. What's the, what was the big injury this week? There was some really got hurt. Um, Turner got hit in the face. Turner got hit in the face. Did you guys see that? No. Right yeah. back in the face. No uh, concussion. Scary, no concussion. Yeah. 16 stitches, his wife said. But that was really scary yeah. for some, someone like that. The Dodgers lost their shortstop for the year, Gavin Lux. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ligaments. Uh, the Padres lost Joe Musgrove. He was the one who beat the Mets in that final game last year. For a few yeah. weeks, he broke his big toe in, in the weight room. I think the weights dropped on his toe. Uh, right. Vlad Guerrero Jr. is not going to be playing for Dominican Republic. He's he in Weight Watches. Because of <laughs> knee discomfort. So he's got a little issues there. Um, who else do I have here? Uh, oh, Rocky, Jose Jose Quintana was going to be the, uh, the Mets' fourth or fifth pitcher, right? fracture of the fifth rib, rib on his rib. left the, side. The, the Rockies lost their second baseman. I think it's Brandon Rogers. I think his name is. Never heard that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Playing you second baseman I didn't hear. Did you hear what happened in a game over the weekend? Baltimore and Pittsburgh. This is cool. During, yeah. During oh, yeah. Right. Go ahead. The, the game yeah. was over after the top of the ninth. The game was over. I, I forgot who the home team was, but the, the, the visiting team came up. They didn't score, so the home team wins. The umpires left. The managers got together and said, do you mind if we play an extra half inning? And they play an extra half inning with no umpires. That is yeah. cool. Yeah. The catcher called balls and strikes. It's yeah, I thought that was really, really cool to do that. But uh, and there are any, some any rumors to show. 
Any right. rumors about Gary Sanchez? Is he going to be with anybody? No, he's uh, hanging on. He's with the world. He's with the world baseball. Yeah, he's playing. That's right. Well, we'll see him on TV. He's playing for the DR. Yeah, right. we'll see that. Yeah. And did you hear hey, Gary? What about that game where it was high score? Didn't come and go into the plate on time, and and the game ended because so uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that was weeks ago. I'm on the camera. is not working. Please yeah. check your connection. Someone is talking in the background. No background noise. Anyway, so um, did you hear about Derek Jeter? He's going to be working on uh, Fox. Yes. He's going to be on the pregame and the postgame with A-Rod and David Ortiz. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought they didn't like you. So I shouldn't say that. Uh, the Dodgers are going to name a stretch of I-5 freeway after Tommy Lasorda. I thought that's oh. cool. Wow. And you remember a few months ago we talked about the Savannah bananas? Can you remember that? Vaguely, yeah. We talked about the Savannah bananas. It's a uh, it's a corny independent league. The light is on here. You can Google the light, them. The lights on here. And uh, <laughs> hold on. Gonna have to mute somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And now Johnny Damon is playing with them. So good old Johnny Damon is back in action. Bunch of alta cockers. Yeah. And I forgot to mention a few weeks ago for you guys in the uh, in the Virginia and Washington area that I, I we did mention that Ted Lerner, the owner of the Washington Nationals, says- at the age of uh, 97. How about that? Uh, Roger. Yeah. You had his right. son has been running the franchise. Yes, son has been running it. Yeah, no, but he's he's he was the big guy. Ted Lerner's son is right. Mark M A R K. No relation to me. Anyway, so Roger was compiling a list of the the hockey. Hockey had their trading deadline last week, and Roger wanted a few minutes. So Roger, take away. Okay, yeah, it was a lot, a lot of movement, and uh, obviously, us Ranger fans know that. Uh, yeah. You know, we got Mr. Patrick Kane, although I know uh, Michael Feiner's not been happy with his, uh, you know, plays so far. He's getting acclimated, you know, to the Rangers and stuff. I don't think he's scored a goal for them yet. But no. uh, that's, that, they, that's, be, that's because yeah, they, they haven't practiced together. We'll see what happens true. tonight after they, have two, after they have two days of practice. It'll be right. different. Exactly. Exactly. They they like, they're not going to win the Stanley Cup, by the way. All right. And they're up in Montreal, I think, tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah Montreal. Montreal right, tonight, right, right. Buffalo and Pittsburgh over the weekend. Right, right. Three game road yeah, trip. The, right. The, the little side notes to the trade were interesting. The Blackhawks are still retaining 50% of his salary. And it was a third team. The Coyotes were involved in that trade. They take on half of that 50% share and they get a pick for brokering the deal. And the second round selection becomes a 2024 or 2025 first rounder. Apparently, if the Rangers win two playoff rounds this spring, top 2024. First pick is top 10 protected, so it's side slide to the following year if New York is in that range, you know, so all these crazy things and whoever came up with all this kind of stuff, pretty clever. Um, let's see what other big things here. Uh, there were a lot of small Not as trades. easy as you for me, you for me, trade one for one. Right, now. Now. So right exactly. No, it is one for one stuff. Uh, the Devils picked up Timo Meyer uh, from the, uh, the Sharks. And that was a whole big bunch of players involved in that in that thing. And again, the Sharks keep retain 50% of his salary. Same kind of thing if the Devils reach the Eastern Conference final in the next two years. 
Meyer plays in 50% of the game. San Jose gets a top 10 protected first round pick. So, so a lot of people did a lot of homework on this kind of stuff. Otherwise, the pick becomes a second rounder, it says. Um, let's see what other kind of crazy trades were there. There were in a lot here. Uh, just want to see. There's been a lot of movement. Uh, I know the Golden Knights got rid of uh, Shea Weber uh, to the Coyotes. The Rangers, as I think Ron said previously, picked up Tyler Mott from the Senators for uh, Julian he's Gauthier. Already been heard he's coming back tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. How about the LA Kings sec- uh, goalie? What's his name? Right. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Quick. Quick. Quick got traded, and then he got <laughs> traded again, apparently. Right. Oh. Yeah. yeah, he spent yeah. about two hours in Columbus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's that, see if you can get a card for him, up. Mark. That's long enough. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we remember him, right, Ron? <laughs> yeah. You want to add something, Rod, to this, Ron? No, 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 no. Roger's doing a great job. Right. Yeah, and I, and we spoke about earlier, you know, last month. Obviously, the Rangers getting Tarasenko, who's already had some big goals for the Rangers from the Blues. Right. That was a good trade for them. And I know the Islanders got the their uh, player from uh, Vancouver. Horvat. Oh, yeah. um, Horvat. That's I right. Don't know. Yeah, I was trying to see what else. It's just a lot. It was a lot of movement. Uh, the the Islanders picked up uh, Pierre Engvall from the Maple Leafs for a second, a uh, third round pick. Thirty uh, one side. Yeah. Let's see. A lot, a lot of trades way before you know before the deadline this year. Right. It was a lot of lot of movement. Yeah. Seems like a lot of teams were going all in here. Yeah, they want to join the fun. Yeah, want to have a chance, I guess. Yeah, I think the Bruins got a couple of guys from the Capitals. I forget. I forget the name. They got Orlov. Yeah, and Hathaway. Was there a guy named Hathaway? Yes. Yeah. And Bruins yeah. picked up uh, Tyler Bertuzzi from the Red Wings as well. Right. Mm-hmm. That's because they what won't What a season the Bruins are having. Well, they haven't lost 10 games yet, right? Eight. They've lost eight There's games. Eight games. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. is crazy? Yeah. Let's see if they can go all the way. Is yeah. that all you had, yeah. Raj? That's pretty much a lot of a lot of minor things that right the Ron's yeah. right the last day or two. Guys, yeah. guys, nobody ever heard of. Exactly. That's what most of it is. <laughs> okay. Except for Ron, maybe. Yes, you're into the <laughs> hockey. We don't even know these names at all. <laughs> I don't know any of these names at all. So. Oh my god. Yep. Anyway, uh you guys yeah. happy with the uh the football giants, what they did with Daniel Jones, giving him the, the four years for 160 plus incentives. Yeah, but you know, if, you, if you read today's paper, know. it's a, it's actually three years for 112. Yeah, because because the fourth year they can, it, I, I forget how it's worded. It's it's complicated, but the fourth year is like an option year, or or they they can cut them, or he can. I thought that's guaranteed. They can yeah, drop him into the second year. Yeah, He's only three years are guaranteed, two right? Seasons. Yeah, it's yeah. two you know, seasons. It's, it's not like baseball with contracts are guaranteed, you know. Yeah, no, it's different. It's well, do you like that deal? You think he's worth? You're not worth it. He's it's not. Worth it. No. no. Yeah. I, I Who's tired I've been of a good agent? I've been off there, so, so I'm, I'm yeah. just, just coming on and off. It's not. It's not 160 mil. That's the whole thing. It's yeah. guaranteed 82 million. Right. And right. The other incentive. And that's what people have to really look at. Looking at looking at a contract. First of all. If he receives all that money in the end, it it'll be a sign that he succeeded, and and it right. will benefit him and benefits the team. 
If That's not, true. and they have to, you know, so even if they, even if they end up wasting, it's not going to be 160 million. Um, and from what I've, I, I've heard in the next couple of years, this is going to seem like chump change. So, yeah. you know, they yeah. made a, they made a deal. And, 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 and actually, I think because we're not, you know, uh, what's his name? Lamar Jackson wants to have a fully guaranteed contract. And that's one of the reasons why he's having difficulty. But I think this deal works for everybody. I think it was a very smart deal for him. And it was a smart deal for the Giants, the way, yep. what I understand the way it was structured. And they were able to, uh, to um, Barkley, right? They yes. uh, franchise tagged him. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll yeah. give him an extension, though. No. And they signed that deal like four minutes before the deadline. Was just very very close to the end where they almost yep. didn't end to the way. It's amazing. Running backs, what what did he get? He got ten point one. Uh huh. It's a running yeah. back. They don't they don't value running backs too high. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. they're a dime a dozen, is, obviously, right? The shelf life is limited. The average shelf yes. life is like four years. Three and a half years. For the Chiefs, Chiefs started what? Two rookie running backs. And yeah, the guy was a se- guy was seventh a seventh round. round yeah, guy was a seventh round draft choice out of Rutgers, but Pacheco. Pacheco. Right, they yeah. say get, always but, get but, a running back. Right. But if if you remember, that was the whole controversy back in 2018. A lot of people were castigating Gettleman. Why are you picking a running back? The guy, you know, second All second right. overall when right. you, you need a you needed a quarterback because they Jones was drafted the year after. You know this. You know. He was out of his mind for making that pick. Yeah, well, running backs are a dime a dozen. Dime really. a dozen. Never dime tried. a dozen. When they get hurt, you know, Elliot and Gurley and McCaffrey's got his deal, but he's been hurt. Yeah. Look at all of them who've been hurt. You know, that's right. meanwhile in fantasy football. What do you grab first? You grab the running backs. <laughs> <laughs> Play fantasy football, right? And the quarterbacks you pick later down other rounds. Truly amazing. Points, yeah. points, 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 points. Well, maybe maybe next week this time we'll know what this, the story with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, no. I'm happy they didn't get Derek Carr. I'm not sold on Derek Carr. I don't know what uh, the deal about him is. Uh, we, age maybe. This I don't know if this came out back east, but the Rams are looking to uh, possibly trade Matthew Stafford. Really? That ain't him. Just came, it just came out. Wow, yeah. wow. What have you uh, done for us lately? He got hurt last year, right? He hurts. He may oh, look at Geno be... Smith. Good old Geno Smith. What do you got? Yeah. Right. $105 million. Geno Smith. Good thing. I know. He, he's made well, he's down the place. Quarterback. Stafford, Stafford's hurt. They don't know if he'll ever, you know, so. Yeah. Something's well, there. the Rams need to rebuild their draft uh, capital. Yeah. Any you guys watch the combine, the NFL combine on TV this week, last week? <laughs> no, real exciting. Uh, so yeah. boring. But you, you yeah. watch these guys do crazy things, yeah. and I don't know what the what the scouts see in that. Yeah. But uh, I was watching a little bit. It was really cool. It was cool. The quarterbacks see how far they can throw, and they got the receivers. Of course, they could run so fast, and they just catch catch the ball. Of course, not being the. And, and now there's an indication of um, a proficiency. You don't have to throw the furthest, and it's right. not just how far you can run. Right. So all the, all right. the other variables. Right. right. They said that uh, Daniel Jones, I think he threw two or three balls only for 35 yards or more last season. It all short passes the whole season. Well, that, that was their offense. I'll say they really didn't have any deep threat. Maybe, maybe Slayton a little bit, but 
Yeah, and the Titans are shopping Derrick Henry, another another running back. Uh, okay, you've done that. You've done your job, right? Russ. And now he may he's looking for a new team. He's entering his final year, uh, four year, fifty million dollar deal. He's twenty nine years old. He was my number one pick in fantasy last year. Then they got hurt in the middle year, so I got screwed. Twice. Did you um? Did anyone see Travis Kelsey on Saturday Night Live last week? Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. What did you think? I saw it. Very good. 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 Oh, funny. that was so funny. It was a pistol watching him be a, becoming <laughs> a, a comedian or actor on the show. You know, you know, it's amazing, Mark. On Saturday Night Live, uh, the wigs that they put on Travis Kelsey, he looks so different from from uh, skit to skit. It was a pisser. Put him in all those skits. Of course, he's yeah. reading all the lines, but he has to do some sort of acting. And they put his yeah. brother Jason into one skit. I thought it was really good. Nobody watched it. I saw uh, somebody the audience, right? I thought. Jay right. Schluffen. <laughs> I usually don't watch that show. Uh, Jerry, Jerry Richardson, former owner of the Carolina Panthers, yeah. the first owner uh, of them, expansion team. Um, passed away. Passed away. Uh, 86 years old. He was the uh, he became the first former player since George Hallis to be a player and then own a team. Oh, George Hallis was the other one. Uh, he was like, a teammate of uh, Johnny like Unitas. He caught a TD pass from Unitas in the 1959 championship game versus your New York Giants. Right. Then he spent two years in the NFL. I didn't realize that. Two yeah. years. Uh, and supposedly he used his championship money back that those days to open the first Hardee's fast food restaurant in yeah. Spartanburg, South Carolina. Wow. Businessman all the way. Right. <laughs> also, the announcer for the Tampa Bay Rays died. He was a yeah. long time announcer. Yeah. I remember that also. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there was also a, a death in track and field. Remember yeah. Bob, Bob, was, Bob uh, Richards, the pole vaulter? Bob Richard, right. he was still alive. Yeah. He was yeah, I remember him on the Wheaties? Wait a minute, Dwayne. Oh, yeah, right. right. And he later right. became a minister. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's Wait, right. Dwayne Staff was the announcer for the race. There's a name <laughs> that some of you should write down a basketball player. His name is Antoine Davis. Antoine Davis almost broke. Pete Maravich's all-time scoring oh, yeah. four uh, record. I think he was short by four, four points. points. Four points. Four points. Oh. Uh, his name, he played for Detroit Mercy University. I never heard of that school. There's a million it used to be university. Mark, it used to be the University of Detroit. Okay. So that's and uh Dick Vitale used to be their coach. Good who? Nick Vitale coached at the University of Detroit. Wow, wow, wow. So this Antoine Davis, he's done. Uh, Davis last game, let's see, he needed 26 points over Tegmarovich. Yeah. He scored 22 and ended four points short. Uh, he had, he played a fifth year. Somehow, because of COVID, the COVID year, they gave Ooh. all these collegiate guys to play an extra year. So he had 3,600 plus points in five years in 144 games and Pete Maravich in three years uh, yeah. but they didn't allow freshmen to play back in those it's days 
3,600 plus in 83 games. And there was no three-point. No three-point. Point back in Marriage's day. And, and Detroit, yeah. Detroit Mercy had a, had a very, not a great record this year. So there's uh, no yeah. playoffs for them. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. But who knows? One year we'll hear Antoine Davis maybe being in the NBA. Detroit Mercy. Pusher played for them. That's right. When it, when it, right, when it was University of Detroit before they before they added the Mercy part. Mm-hmm. Who yes, played for them? Yes, University Dave of Detroit, Bush. Dave DeBusher. Oh, Dave oh, DeBusher. Oh, the, yeah, then they, they changed their name to Detroit Mercy several years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I see the time. Why don't we do some trivia and end the show with some trivia questions? So <clears> 10, 15 minutes or so. Uh, Michael. If it's okay with you guys. Hey, Mark. Can you hear me? It's just a question because I had to get a new webcam. So I oh, want to see, see you. Perfect. We see you perfect. We Do you, you hear perfect. me? I hear you perfect. Yes. Okay, that's good. That's we all. See I have to get a new one. That's we all. See we see you. Okay, Fred, why don't you start us off? Who is the only current NBA coach to also win an NCAA championship as a coach? Who do you want to call? I don't know. Who do you want to call? <laughs> <laughs> That was, that was my phone. So. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so who was a... Is the current NBA coach, as a college coach, he won an NBA, NCAA championship. He's the only Billy one. Donovan? Billy Donovan? Billy Donovan is right. Yeah, all right. Man. There you go. Give yourself plus five. Very University, good. Of, University of Florida twice. All right, Michael. Michael, Michael, right. Michael left. Okay. Here you go. Uh, well, yeah, you had that. All right, now I gave yeah. you this. Uh, Howie Herman should uh, answer this last because he should know who are these four, and it was 1966. And what does it signify? Drysdale. Well, that's is Drysdale. Okay. Like, is that Buzzy Bavese? Is that Bavese? Yeah, that's what he said on the, on the email. Looks like Chuck Connors on the end there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, all right. And so, why is, all right, the question is. Why is Chuck Connors there? He played for the Dodgers. <laughs> and he yeah. played the right. What is man. Chuck Connors doing with Sandy Koufax, Buzzy Bavese, and Don Drysdale in 1966? Oh. Koufax and Drysdale were acting. Uh, what? No. They Col- were acting? They were acting? Well, the what, what yeah, that Connors was retired from basketball yeah, and yeah, baseball, yeah. by the way. Yeah, stopped, stopped by the clubhouse? Howie Herman, the Dodger fan, do you know? <laughs> No, but did they okay. sign their hundred thousand dollar contracts then? No, uh, you go. Go ahead. They they uh, were holding out uh, for uh, the season. We're going to take the whole season uh, and go into movies. And they got yeah. Chuck Connors to help mediate, and uh, they uh-huh. they both signed their contract and they continued playing. Nineteen sixty six. I don't remember. Yeah, that, that was this great, great. Right. Yeah, very cool. Who else has a question for us? Uh, can I just go back to what we said? You mentioned the University of Detroit Mercy. Who did you say played for them? Usher. Okay, Usher. There was another Usher. one. Uh, somebody else, somebody else Bing, played for them when they were University of Detroit. Who was, Dave uh, Bing? The Dave Bing? Syracuse. Syracuse. Bing played for Syracuse. Syracuse? Yeah, Spencer Haywood was the University oh, of Detroit. Spencer Haywood. Uh, Spencer Haywood. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, their pictures are on the wall and then on the rafters there. Who knows? Yeah. Detroit Mercy. Wow, wow, wow. Who else has a question? I've got a question. Yeah, ask us. All right. Um, well, you'll all know that 
in the modern era of baseball, the first black to play in the American League was Larry Doby. So this is number one, who was the owner of the Cleveland Indians at that time? And number two, what position had Doby been playing in the the Black Leagues, the Negro Leagues? Bill Vec Vec was the owner. Bill Vec in right field. Bill Vec is correct. Where was he playing? in Rick. (laughs) Right. So he was was he playing shortstop? Close. He was a second baseman. Oh. Oh. Which he never played, I guess, in the main leagues. No. Switched him in Cleveland to second Jersey boy also. (laughs) (laughs) Forget about that. That's cool. Who else? Michael again. Michael. In the movie Major League, Charlie Sheen played a character called Wild Thing, and yeah. he wore big uh, horn-rimmed glasses. What Major League Baseball player? Ryan Doran. Ryan Doran. Ryan, Ryan Doran. Ryan Doran. R Y N E. Read your mind, Michael. Ryan Doran. Ryan Doran. Time, so it was that one wasn't hard. In the 1950s, who hit the most home runs? In Duke Snyder. Duke Snyder. Snyder. Duke Snyder is correct. Wow. We had that one once more. Yeah, we've had that was, one. Who was number two then? I have that here. Uh, Give me the top when, did, when did Kiner play? Kiner is late. What year? He's I on think the he list. retired. He retired after the '56 season. I think was. He's yeah. number ten. But I don't know. He's got to be up there. Two, four. He's number fifteen on this list. He had 369 lifetime home runs, Kiner, in 10 years. Yeah. But Kiner had, two, Kiner had 201 in the 50s. Yeah. And number okay. two was Gil Hodges. Hodges, yeah. And number three was Eddie Matthews. Yeah. Vicky had 280. Vicky was one, two. Vicky was fourth. Matthews didn't start playing until 52, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Sounds so. Snyder, Snyder and Hodges, I think, played the entire decade. Yeah, correct. and Brave in 52. Who else has a question? We've got a few more minutes. Go ahead there, uh, Milton. Yep. Who was the first man to play in the Rose Bowl, a World Series, and a Major League Baseball All-Star game and retired very early in his 30s because he was had a fear of flying. Jackie Jensen. Jackie, Jackie Jensen. Jackie Jensen. He played for the Red Sox drafted by the Yankees. Yeah. Yes. What, what World yeah. Series was he in? What World Bob. Series was Jackie Jensen in? He, was, he, he was a Yankee originally. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah but I don't think he ever made the Yankee Jackie roster, Jackie though. No. I don't think it's a baseball card with Jackie Jensen as didn't, a Yankee. Didn't Jensen win the MVP with the Red Sox? MVP in 1958. 58. Boston, right. 58. Uh, yeah. yeah. He had a fear of flying, huh? He was yeah. the MVP. Oh, yeah. Most valuable player. Right, 58. Okay. So I'm going to give you current um, New York Rangers last names. Just tell me their first name. Okay. If you're a Ranger fan, don't give it away so quick. Like Tarasenko. What's his first name? Igor. Vladimir. Vladimir. Vlad. (laughs) How about Trocek? Vincent. 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 Uh, Panarin. Artemi. Artemi, right. Uh, Zimbadajek. I can't pronounce (laughs) it. Mika. 
Mika. Mika. Too easy. Right. Right. Uh, These names are hard to remember. Okay. Who else? Questions. Okay. Gerald is up. Not not a question, but Jackie Jensen played in the 1950 World Series, played in wow. one game, though at bats for the Yankees. Wow. And he got a ring. I imagine, yeah. Yeah. They not have rings in those days. Yeah, got a ring. Who else? Questions. Come on. Michael. Michael F again. Okay. George Brett, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, all are in the 3,000 hit club, 300 <clears throat> home runs, and 200 stolen bases. Who, who joined that club this past season? 3,000 hits. Stolen bases. Oh, who had 3,000 hits this year? Miguel Cabrera. Thank you. Miguel Cabrera. Uh, He'll go into the Hall of Fame as soon as he's done. Yeah. He oh, yeah, he's, playing, yeah. he's playing this year. One more year, right? One and he year. had a triple. I forget he had a triple crown, so. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Beltre's going in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who was the first black play-by-play -play broadcaster in Major League history? Bill, Bill White. Bill White. Bill White. White. He's still out there. gone. Right. What was that? What was that about? Deep to the left. That ball is gone. That's uh, Bucky, Dent. Bucky, Bucky F and Dent. Bucky right? Dent, right? <laughs> <laughs> Keep the lap. Say like that with reverence. Yeah. <laughs> I just said that because everyone says that, you know. I Keep the left. <laughs> uh, when entering a baseball game, this person would turn his back to the hitter and walk towards second base. Let me finish this all. Vigorously rub the baseball between the palms of his hands several times before taking a deep breath, pound the ball into his mitt. Alarabaski. Alarabaski is right. And what's his nickname? Bad Hungarian. Bad Hungarian. Bad Hungarian. But that's where with Charlie Sheen's character, I think it's, yeah. you know, it emulates that. Bunch, bunch Ooh, of yeah. Sure. In, in, in Major League. Right. Yeah. Mark, I got another quick story. A quick, quick story, then we'll come <laughs> the show. Okay. Um, a number of years ago, before COVID, when we were going out, eating indoors, the whole thing, we were at a place called Carmela's, and um, and all of a sudden on the dance floor, I see a guy wearing a New York Yankees World Series ring. So I go over to him, and yeah, you know, I, I, I an older gentleman, and I asked him, "Did you? Where'd you get? Did you pitch for the Yankees or play for the Yankees?" He says, "No." It was my brother, Bob Grimm. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Grimm died, I think, in 96. So this had to be in the, you know, maybe five, 10 years ago, I met the brother who was at the restaurant at the same time we were there. But it's funny, you just recognize somebody wearing that type of ring. So I went exactly. over and just spoke to him, told him, you know, I remember his brother, uh, Pitching, you know, yeah. so many times at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Right, Milton. I think in his rookie year, I believe he won twenty games, and then he hurt his arm, and then he became a pretty good relief pitcher. But yeah. just for a year, and he was with Kansas City A's too, I believe. You know, back in yeah, those days, so. the Yankees and the A's they traded every two weeks. 
Yeah, exactly. Back and forth, they recycled their players. They were big farm team. Farm club. The farm club. (laughs) They were. That's where they got Roger Maris from. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm going to call it a day. Uh, I want to thank you all for joining us. Uh, Don't forget our assignment next week. I'll I'll send you guys an email. You can jot some things down to add advice to 150. (laughs) 150 and again Tuesday. We're meeting on Tuesday, not Thursday. And I'll send you an email for that. Tuesday, same time, four o'clock, right back out there. Have a great weekend that's coming up. Even though there may be some cold stuff and rain and cold snow. snow Not a lot here in New York, but uh, who knows? Getting it here. Getting it here. (laughs) All right, guys. I'll be I'll be on a cruise ship. I'll try to log in. That's Take care. Enjoy Enjoy I'll see you in shul. Have a great day. Great time. Bye bye. Good night, everyone. Bye. Good night.